Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. The Chess Show, baby. <laughs> I'm a What's up, gentlemen? Today. I'm feeling like a million, you know, a million dollars, baby. <laughs> How you feeling? Yeah, I'm good, man. Uh, hold on. Let me see if we got Evan. Where's Evan at? Always slack. This ain't Black Friday. Well, it is almost right, well, you know. Let me see, let me see. What's going on here? Well, anyway, we can get started, man. What? What's up, Troy? What up, what up? So how we feeling, you know? I heard about this the school shooting. How you feeling about that? School shooting that happened yeah. in, was it Orlando? Uh, I think it was, uh, it was down south, south Florida. It was in Broward County, Florida. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we're about a half hour from Miami. Well, that's yeah, so I know. That, I mean, that's cl- close to home for me and Troy. It yeah, is. Honestly, when they first talked about it, it was just happening when I was riding in the, you know, the car, and I heard it on the radio, and they said was only 20 people was injured. Then they came back with a, a total of, you know, so many is dead, so many injured. It's bad. Right. I think it was, what, 17? uh 17, total, 14, 17, 17 killed, 14 injured. Right. That's yeah, man. Really I know. That's horrible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's not even a day into it, and everybody's already choosing sides, you know, with the gun control and the, the mental health <clears throat> topics and yes. that kind of stuff. Same man. song and dance, man. It's the same it's song the same. and dance. Right. I think it has a lot to do with parenting. That's the main thing. Right. No, I agree, you know, man. Um, I mean. Because gun control is great and all, and mental health is great and all. People do have issues, but where the hell was his parents at? Like, they, they know he had a loaded gun or, like, a, you know, just chilling with, like, weapons of mass destruction. That could rip right. the whole school apart. Like, what were they thinking? Right. Um, I do think, though, that one gun control is just like a drug law. It doesn't matter if it's a law or not. People are breaking the law. That that's what they're doing. So it doesn't matter if it's a law in place to stop guns. People are gonna break the law in the first damn place. That's why they're criminals. They're gonna go to jail and the law. But um exactly. but from what I hear, this kid got the gun legally. I don't know how, but he did. Um as far as mental health goes Yes, mental health is a huge issue in the United States. I think we are definitely over-medicating our, uh, our youth, and we are over-sensationalizing death and weapons and blood and gore, and it's, it's almost like it's like an alternate lifestyle when they do it, like when they, when they fantasize about it. And it's reality, mm-hmm. but it's not real. So right. I think we, well, we that's what I'm health. saying. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like yeah. today, I mean, it's not even a day into it, and people are already like, not even worried about the victims and just making a point out of, you know, what to do or how to stop it. We don't even get right. a second to like think about, man, like seventeen people were killed. You know. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Get a chance. Like people, like one kid said, he was recording under his desk when they were actually shooting in the school, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that video. I yeah, think right. what they need in schools is metal detectors. I mean, these people are going crazy nowadays, especially in Miami. 
Like that's crazy. Right. Crazy. Right. Areas like that is high, you know, high risk for people having guns and weapons. They should period. This right here should just show them that any high school should have essentially, you know, weapons, um what do you call those things? Fire um fire on what you call it? Yeah, metal detector. Mm-hmm. Just like they do in the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it don't take that long to walk to the metal detector. Right. It don't take that long to walk to the metal detector. You can keep it moving. If you ain't got nothing, right. you ain't got nothing. Hey, hold on. Uh, I think we got our, our first caller in here. Hold on one second. Hey, what's up? Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, How you guys doing? Who's calling in here? Uh, my name, my name is Daniel. Well, what's up, Daniel, man? Welcome to the Jet Show. Yeah, I just want to, to the say, for real, I appreciate it. I just want to say, uh, for real, everybody has their agendas. I mean, people, they don't really care about the victims. It's just about their agendas, simple as that. So, some people want to, you know, take the guns away. Some people don't. Me, I don't need the AR-15. But at the end of the day, you know, we got to take care of the children. Right. Sure. Where you from? Is this Britain? Yeah. What's up, Britain? Is this Britain off? <laughs> yeah. Yo, how'd you know, man? Yeah, I man. I recognize your voice, man. Yeah. What's up, man? Hey, how you been? Know, I got to look out. I got to represent. You know, you know, you know how you know. I, Keep tabs on you guys from a distance, so you know. <laughs> they're good at right. talking to people, man. That's how they do. <laughs> yeah, no, man. So, yeah, I mean, I know you've probably seen it on the news, man. It's down in our neck of the woods. So, but you're right. You know, no one cares about the victims. They just care about the, you know, whatever agenda that they're trying to push. Right. So, at the end of the day, I mean, it doesn't matter who's president. I mean, I ain't fond of this one, but, you know. That is what it is, you know. He, he ain't going to change shit overnight, so. Yeah, let it be, I guess. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, people, that's the first person they blame. And me, I am not, I did not vote for either person this year. But let's be honest, that's what they're going to do. Just like they, you know, blame us for, you know, I don't know, something in Iraq or Afghanistan, you know what I'm saying? The military. Yeah, Whatever happened with right. the gun control with some other shooting in Boston? Was it Boston? What was that at? John? Was it Las Vegas? I can't remember where the shooting was. Yeah, the, 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 last, one. Yeah, the last, last one. Yeah, the last one was Las Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so, um, they did nothing with gun control. Well, it's, it's not, you know, we're going to keep, we as a society, we keep talking about trying to control the guns. And that's a, you, you're going to lose that fight no matter what. Because you can't make guns disappear. Even if you put harsher laws on gun ownership or gun crimes, they're not going to disappear. So stuff right. like this is still going to happen regardless. What we have to do is, which nobody's come up with a solution yet, but we have to to, to uh, erase the access to places where people are gathering for people with guns. You know, so let's say the hotel. I think they failed. The dude walked in with twenty five <laughs> guns. The hotel. Yeah, hell. No. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the school, the school today or yesterday, they failed. The kid walked in the school with a gun. Now, why do we have 
metal detectors in inner city high schools when no school shootings, mass school shootings, happen at inner city high schools. You notice that? So why are there right. no detectors there but not at every school? I think it should be at every school because this could have been prevented. At least the uh, first line of defense would have been there. Even if he'd have mm-hmm. pulled a gun out at the security station, still, that would have been right there. instead of walking through the school shooting up people. So we have to recognize the real problem, and it's first – we don't profile correctly, and we don't. We're not proactive. We don't. We don't act proactive until, you know, we say, "Oh, this happened." Now we gotta try to do this and do that. But with the gun control stuff and school shootings, we ain't doing it. We keep talking about the same shit over and over again. Then we're gonna forget about it. Then another one's gonna happen. Then we're gonna talk about the shit again. That's true. But I mean, we got we gotta be able to to prevent the access to areas with a lot of people for people with guns. I, that, that's what I think we need to do. Right. And right. I think, honestly, like another thing is we got to teach people to pay attention. Like everybody's too worried about what's going on on their phone. And I mean, you can have some dude stabbing another person right next to you and you're on your phone trying to Snapchat, you know? Right. Like yeah. no one pays, I mean, no one pays attention. Like you had to know this dude was crazy sitting next to you in class, but you're too worried about yourself. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like no one pays attention to anything. Like, you know, the situational, right, The even if you're bullied, but, like, the situational awareness, man, like, people, you see them, they almost get hit by cars, man, they're walking, looking at their phone, and walking in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Like, no one, <laughs> no one's paying attention anymore, yeah. I don't think. You gotta blame it on Pokemon Go. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I mean, um, at least, we, I don't know, go ahead. Oh, I'm saying, we, um, since I've been out of school, completely not like my good college but when i was in school as, as a kid i never heard of so much i never heard any mental illness i never heard of adhd really the bipolarism depression all this stuff starts coming about when i became an adult and i'm like man all these people at least one out of three i know they're either depressed they got adhd they got uh ocd they schizophrenic they bipolar and stuff like that so i'm right. thinking to myself were we just missing this stuff when I was younger, or is this stuff getting more and more prevalent? So what's causing this? But we don't know. So now I think what we need to do is educate everybody on how to recognize signs of different mental illnesses. If you got somebody that's schizophrenic, then if they got access to weapons, that's a red flag. You got somebody that's bipolar, same deal, no matter how old they are. So the mental illness factor in our country is definitely an issue with these mass shootings because most of these people, if not all of them, have a mental illness. It's not it's not common that we find one alive after it happened. So maybe this would be interesting to see what comes about with this one. I, yeah, I can't he wait. Yeah, he to shoot himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But maybe he didn't want to. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but you're right. You can't really control guns. So no matter how many, you know, unless they had martial law, they walked down every house and just emptied out every house full of guns. It ain't going to happen. But right. you, mm-hmm. right. bangers, you got people selling guns undercover. You got, you know, people just, somebody just shot somebody with a dirty gun. Just give it to somebody young. You know, you never know. Right. His parents probably yeah. gave him a gun. They probably went, took him shooting one day in the damn backyard somewhere. His parents are teaching kids how to shoot anyway. People going hunting and all kind of shit at young ages. You know? That's mm-hmm. true. Very true. Whoever knows, you know, whoever knows what this kid is learning from. He's like, man, I'm going to hunt some people. He ain't thinking about hunting no 
Right. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got deer, all right. His yeah, I just didn't like him. I don't know, man. I just, like you said, nothing's going to change. You know, everybody's picking their sides, and there's going to be an argument back and forth for a couple of days, and then we'll probably forget about it. Right. We're going to have the, um, you got the event that happens, then you have the blame, then you have the, uh, the, the political agenda, then you have the conspiracies, mm-hmm. and then you forget about it, and then something else happens, and you start over. Now, watch. Right. We're going to see a video on Facebook that's going to show a girl that was at the last 12 school shootings at this one. Oh, what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then it's going to make me. And the, and the bad part is that when it's something like this happens, man, that's the first thing I think of. It's like, man, is it real? And that's a bad way to think. Right. You know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a bad way to it. But I think we're all so desensitized to, like, what's going on in the world or just real things. Like, it just doesn't seem real that. anymore. That's serious. You know. I mean, think about I'm it, man. Seventeen, seventeen people died. Like, can you imagine going to school and like some dude come in with a an AR shooting up the school? Right. Like, seventeen people. Like, yeah. Like, how would you feel in the class or like if those were your kids, you know, and you couldn't do anything? You can't go into the school when they close it down or lock it down like that. That's right. true. And I got I got kids in school, and I'm like, damn, you know, like I want to homeschool them, kind of, you know. Right. What they need to do is just, I don't know. Like I said, the only thing you can stop is having a metal detector. Yeah, the metal detector, access. Like, it seems like schools are like an open, like an open uh, access. Like, anybody can just walk on campus, right? Yeah, it's off. It's off target, man. And and it's not, I don't I don't believe, and this, this may be, you know, the military part of speaking, I don't believe that it's too much to actually have some sort of layered defense at a, at an elementary school, high school. You know, you got your fence, you got your metal detector. You know, and you got people that watches out from uh, from all angles. You got one one exit entry. You know what I'm saying? So people can come from anywhere. And it's not supposed to be a detention center or whatever. But safety is very very important. And it's very mm-hmm. it's bad to look at in hindsight and say, you know what? If this door was locked, he wouldn't have got in here. But Correct. the door was wide yeah. open. Mm-hmm. Oh. And those are like the simple things, man. I saw a video today. This guy was showing kids how to like use their backpacks as uh as vests, like bulletproof vests. So since you got school books, he was like, "Oh, you should flip it around and put it on your chest." And then he was shooting, the, you know, just showing that it it actually protects from rounds or whatever. But I mean, do you want your kid to actually think like they're going to war every day? Right. I mean, you gotta prepare them now. You gotta well, prepare them, but. but- that's the least of their worries, man. They should worry about their education and not getting shot up, you know? Right. Yeah, when I was going to school, I was worried about did I bring my gym shoes when I was going to the gym today, you know? Yeah. Like, that's my worry. Or I had a book report in... and I didn't read the damn book at all. <laughs> right. I never read a book, no. man. I just wanted to freeze teaching. <laughs> exactly. Read the back of the book. Like, I never thought about, like, exits or where I can jump out of or what kind of, what can conceal me from rounds. And I'm like, come on, man. Right. Too much. Right. So what's changed so much? I think it's just being desensitized. Like, there's no real connections anymore with people. That's true. I mean, we're all, I mean, me, you, and Joe, we're all around the same age, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. So when, when we were younger, going to school, 
um, I, I don't remember even hearing of school shootings when I was at that age at all anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so when did, it, when did it start? Like, when was the first mass school shooting? Was it Columbine? That's a big one Probably, that we all yeah. remember, yeah, you know? That's the, big one. the biggest one. That's the only one I remember. I never heard of none after that. Right. What what changed with our society to where this becomes something that we should worry about every day? Is it that we glorified the stuff in T V and video games and music? Maybe. Maybe we're we're conditioning our children that seeing blood and gore is okay. So the ones who have issues mentally, they're like, well, that's okay. I can inflict this kind of pain on this many people because I did in the video game and it was fine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it's I, called Grand Theft Auto, baby. I know. There's really? a lot of uh, there's a book. I'm going too. There's this dude. Uh, well, not a dude, but I mean, he's a Lieutenant Colonel uh, Grossman. I don't know if you ever heard of him, Evan, but uh. He's he's written a bunch of books, man. But he has a book on psychology on uh on combat, and he was saying about like these school shootings and stuff. Like there's a, it's like a smaller shooting, but it happened, you know, in the in the, I don't know, the last ten years or whatever. And uh, this kid was actually shooting at the students, and one of the teachers walked up to him and was like, "Stop, you know, stop shooting," and he stopped. And then when they interviewed him, he said the reason why he stopped is because his mom used to tell him the same thing when he was playing his video game. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. So, it it could be that. I mean, I mean, you're seeing people getting shot, and I don't know. I I wouldn't want to blame video games on someone being crazy, but yeah. Right. I mean, you don't want an excuse for someone. Yeah, me too. So, but it is getting a little more. I mean, it's more realistic. Like back in the day, we had like duck hunting stuff, you know. Well, we had double O's Goldeneye. That was our first person yeah. shooter. Right. But it's not as right. crazy as, like, Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto or something, you know? Well, yeah, because in all the games that we played, there was an arena where you were in for that setting for shooting and war and stuff like that. But here, you got people running around in real-world scenarios just running down the street, and you need to do whatever you want to do. And I'm right, definitely like, yeah. not going to be games at all. Yeah, I'm not knocking games. Because it's fun to me. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Sending a message to a nine-year-old or a ten-year-old that this kind of stuff is real in a game, you can walk down the street and it looks just as real. So that's true. It's yeah, it's, it's definitely is unnerving now. It's very unnerving. So who do we who do we point the finger at now? <laughs> or the uh, fingers? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I All mean, right. you can't that, stop it, man. Right. Like, and that's why really I like, can't. I'm trying to people trying to figure it out. We can't, we're not going to figure out who to blame because there is no actual blame. It's just now we have to have something else to prepare for now. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just foreign terrorists now. These are homegrown American people who are killing people. Kids. And each setting, and kids, yeah. And these setting we have, whether it be school, a concert, a theater, those are the places that it happens the most. Well, I mean that that happens. So each of these places so, now have to have beefed up security, more vigilance, right. countermeasures. But what I'm saying is, like you were saying, I know the beefed up security. But what if that beefed up security 
isn't paying attention because he's on his phone, and that dude walks by in the hotel with, you know, a whole bag full of damn (laughs) ammunition, guns, and, you know, he's liking something on Facebook and missed the whole thing. Right. Right. You know, those are the things that we're going to have to deal with because that's going to be everybody, you know? Right. I mean, I know, I understand the laws and the stuff like that, but we do have some pretty severe penalties and laws for, like, drugs and stuff. And, I mean, look how many people are addicted to drugs and still, you know, sell drugs to this day. Like, it's an epidemic, and there's so many strict laws, but you can't stop it. You can't stop anything, man. you got to have the right parents and everything revolves around. The people right. hang out with. The parents can even teach you, man. You can still hang out with the wrong crowd. That's the thing. And even about parenting no more. It's about what the kids do for extracurricular activities. What do they do with their life? Like I, I never, like he said, I never heard of a school shooting when I was little. I used to just chill and play video games. I didn't even play video games that much. I was outside all the time. Right. Yep. We were outside, right? Bikes, man. Doing, yep. doing backflips, riding bikes, <laughs> yeah. jumping off the garage with grocery bags like it's a prayer sheet. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was like stealing mattresses, throwing them in a the ditch, doing backflips. You know, I wasn't thinking nothing about no. Um, let me get an AR-15 and walk down to school and just start shooting schools up. Kind of messes right. up. <laughs> and this would be a forever but, topic, man. But because I mean, I'm seeing a counter argument of if you just take away, wipe away guns completely, you know, be like Australia or England, or whatever. And people are like, well, there are a lot of suicides and knife crimes over there. They're like, listen, guys. Whenever have you heard of a mass sniping? Mm-hmm. Right. Or what is it like in what was it Paris where that dude like ran over people with a semi truck? Oh yeah. Right. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're crazy. You're crazy. You could take away one mean, and they're gonna go with something else. Right. I mean, they're crazy. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> but I think back in the day, like for me, I remember growing up and like. I'm not saying I, we would pick on people, but if someone was, like, labeled as crazy, like, you would pay a lot more attention to that person. Right. You know? True. I remember, I mean, like, I was, I was everybody knew. <laughs> exactly. Always. Everybody knew the crazy person in your neighborhood or your school, right? Always. You right. Mess with him, stay away from him. Like, I got <laughs> oh, right there. Man, he's nuts. For real. <laughs> Off the wall. But now I think yep. with the like the PC stuff that we go through, man, like people are so scared to like confront someone or say something that might offend something or someone. So maybe you don't want to say something. I don't know. Just maybe the new culture or the new generation is like taught to not really offend you or something. But sometimes you need to be told that you're acting crazy or you're, I don't know. Well, need to be identified. Yeah, you need to be identified. It's nothing like to take, I don't know, so serious. You shouldn't be offended by it, but I don't know. Not at all. Well, you have people that, that are going undiagnosed, and, you know, oh, you, yeah. you don't find out issues until after they do something. And, I mean, that's also, I mean, and going to mental health avenue with this, I think it's a good start because there are so many mental illnesses that we accept now you know, just because, well, we know people have mental illnesses. But this stuff is a catalyst to erratic behavior if they're not medicated or if they're medicated wrong or if they're over-medicated 
or whatever case may be, or if they're triggered, whatever. You know, and we keep we turn a blind eye to this stuff because we think that the pill is going to take care of it, and we're not looking at the bigger picture that these people go home somewhere, they got access to weapons somewhere maybe, and this stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I I know we're blaming the parents and stuff, but we don't know their life or their household. So, I mean, maybe it's a single mom, or maybe both of them are working, and you know how it is being broke. I mean, or no time to no time to have fun with the kids or nothing, you know. Right, the way we right. live nowadays is like you know check to check or like you got to grind. Have two jobs even making ends meet. Exactly. How the hell so you gr- time for a kid? Right. I mean, you're grinding so much or trying to, you know, just stay ahead, man. Like, you can't pay attention to things that need to be paid attention to. Right. Which is, I mean, it sucks. And I think people need to look at that, too. You know, like, look at people who have to put their kids in daycare or they can't afford daycare or, you know, like you said, working two jobs. By the time you get home, man, you're tired. You don't care if your son goes in there and stays up all night playing a video game. You just want some alone time. Right, exactly. So, I mean, just a messed up. There's a lot of things to blame with what's going on with these kids, you know? I don't know. I think still, like, even if you can't, like, spend time with your kids and know what the hell's going on, I think you should at least focus on, like, uh, what, you're, what they whereabouts are, what they do, who their friends are, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like you, at least you train your kids like that they hear curse words and all that. They're like, "What the heck? I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah, I mean, you see my, you know. <laughs> you've seen them, Troy. Like when they hear a cuss word, like man, said, they, like they you know. Said, most you people know are they... like, most people are like too, um, you know, too used to stuff happening to them like that. Mm-hmm. So they would be like, you know, oh, he just said a cuss word. Hey, not here at all. They don't see me. Right, it's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it's if it's something bad and it's not something that they see every day, and then when they see it, it's like, oh man, that's that's wrong. I could point it out. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I just feel like some parents just don't care. Some people just don't care, or people you know they just troll so much. Like we can troll each other. Some people can't take troll. You should know those people, you know. <laughs> right. Leading people along. Because <clears throat> even in our day now, like, even grown folks can't take trolling. They get pissed off, start snapping on people, you know. Mm-hmm. Shut down. You start seeing people shut down, it's over. <laughs> you better leave them alone. <laughs> Next step is I'm coming back and I'm popping everybody up in here. Right. That's the way it is. <laughs> that too, man. I, I mean, I think well, all of well, us. Obama been... joking at all. <laughs> All of us have been bullied or been a bully. I mean, it's just part of life, you know? Man, I've been in some crazy situations, but I'm going to be honest. I've been bullied. <coughs> because I would troll the hell out of somebody back. That's the way it is with me. <laughs> right. A troll for troll. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think, man? Is there is there something we could do? I, honestly, I don't. I don't really have an answer. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's really not. Um, it, it's not. There's no answer to it. There's really no answer to it now. It's uh, it's one of those things where we, as a society, have to change our views 
and our proactiveness to it. Instead of having to react every time it happens, we got to put measures in place where it's less likely to happen, where it's not as easy to happen. Because it's just too easy to walk in and shoot somebody now. Right. too easy. So, I think that's a good point because I think, like, example-wise, like, if, you know, some of these people who are thinking it, if they seen, like, someone try to do it and that person just got taken out or, you know, couldn't couldn't do what they were trying to do at a school, like, you know, they they had a whole plan, but, like, security was so tight that they just got beat up for trying to even attempt to do it, you know? Right. Would that, oh, I get it. Would that stop people from even trying? Like, oh, man, that... I don't want to be freaking <laughs> an example like that, you know? I don't know. School don't schools know. are open. Like like you said, security sucks at a school. I mean, I can walk on campus and no one even would even know for a while. Definitely. I can have a pistol in my back pocket and just walk into school and just pop my teacher if I felt like it. She gave me the wrong grade, you know? <laughs> right. It was too easy. And after People you did it, that's when everybody's freaking out. Exactly. Even at places like where I work at currently, the club, you know, like even the clubs don't even have metal detectors. We had people in there with butcher mm-hmm. knives, long, you know, like swords and all kind of mess. You know, people brought guns in there. <laughs> you know, and then you, and you expect it to be safe. Like, you expect me to bodyguard that? I'm dipping across the street. Somebody popped out right now. I'm the first one running. Yep, you should have saw that gun coming. I'm out of here. But you know what, man? The, um, what, what I do notice about situations like that is it is not a natural thing to go in and just shoot somebody that's innocent. It's not natural. So you're not going to have a bar getting shot up randomly. These are targets. You know, with the school shootings, this is something that's you killing people just to kill people. And that takes a deranged motherfucker to do. Um, Correct. At our clubhouse, we pat everybody down. We got to we, we pat people down. You know, that's just for the safety of, you know, if they see somebody they don't like. It's normally not somebody that's going to come randomly and just start shooting people up. It's a dynamic in the mental illness area where innocence is not a diversion to killing somebody. You know, niggas who are thugs go to shoot somebody up. They're not going to shoot nobody innocent. If they got if they're a bad shot, they might. But, you know, they mm-hmm. got a target. And these people that come in, they ain't got they they don't got no target. They got an agenda, and that's just to kill. Oh, they targeted that troll that trolled him. That troll know who it happened. I bet you he right. did. The troll who tried to troll him. He went straight for him first. Well, I mean, uh, it could it could not. I mean, he might have not even been bullied. He might just have you know a bad childhood mental or, right. or a mental condition. But, exactly. So, but how can you train for a mental? How can you teach somebody about a mental condition if you don't even know the mental condition? You know what I'm saying? You don't even know what it is. What's the side effects? Right. And that's what I think. I don't know. That's what Evan was touching on earlier, like he was saying, to be, maybe teach people how to identify, you know, these different <laughs> – What is is it a symptom? Is that what you call it? But people are um, different, you know. Even if you have, like, a pattern on how people, you know, behave, such as mental health treatment, Mm-hmm. They'll just randomly do some, you know, some craziness out of nowhere, like walk into a school and shoot somebody. Right. This this is that's mainly for the professionals that are you know, like school counselors and teachers and stuff like that to identify the type of behavior or um anything that could be a red flag. Because I guarantee you, out of every mass shooting that happened, 
there was a red flag and or a warning that went out. This one had two warnings the FBI had. Did y'all, did y'all see that? No. The, the FBI had two warnings about this shooting yesterday. They had two warnings prior, and they um they couldn't identify who was either giving the warnings or they didn't give any credibility to it. Which so there was warnings that went out that nobody knew about, such as the media. You know, mm-hmm. what you say? Yep, that could have been avoided the situation. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, given the FBI, they probably get warnings like this all the time, and there's it's nothing behind it. What? Wow. Mm. Yeah, man. It, it was, but it's the same song and dance, man. Like, it's every time it's the same story, just in a different place, and a different number of people dead and injured. It's the same thing. You can't really stop it, though. That's the thing. No, it, it's right. You really can't. It ain't going to be no gun law. It ain't going to be no uh, uh, mental illness, you know, stuff. It's, if somebody wants to kill, they are going to kill. How many they kill is up to us and how fast we react and how fast we uh, or how well we train people on how to deal with situations like this. Exactly. What, what do you do? I agree. You know, we, we have a, we have a training at my job. I said there's not much you can do. You can't really do anything. Right. And we have a training at our job. It's called a cold silver. You know, that's um that's an active shooter training. So if something like that happens, we'll announce cold silver over the uh the public address system and everybody every classroom has an um a job to do and or some some type of procedure to follow. And that's as much as we can do. We have an open campus. We ain't got no fences. Ain't no fences at Camp Eight Boston. We got no fences. So People can walk home from anywhere and start, you know, and we just got to be ready for it. And that's hard to do because when you think about it, we got 100,000 things going on with students every day. But, you know, last thing you want to think about is an active shooter. I'm going to need me a bazooka, bro, if I'm on an open field like that. <laughs> yeah, man, our job, of course, is working campus, man. We got, a, we got a huge common area in the middle. And really, you can walk on campus from any direction. Like you can just freely walk on, and it's up to our students and staff to identify if somebody can't ain't supposed to be out there. Good luck with that. So, oh yeah, it, it's it's not easy, especially in the summertime. Mm-hmm. You know, anyway, I can identify crackheads. I ain't got all the skills. You know, <laughs> that's what my job is. I can identify crackheads in a heartbeat. Oh man, yeah, crackhead. <laughs> Somebody selling CDs. Somebody looking for right. cigarettes. Selling <laughs> CDs, they still do that. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there with a jump drive. I thought the CDs was over. Thumb drive, yeah. They hustle thumb drives now. Thumb drive. Oh, we got new bombs, man. You know what I found out? This is a little off topic, but somebody was telling me um, the other day. They said, have you ever noticed when you walk into a store, you'll see all the black items locked up and, you know, and all the people, all the white people items not locked up. You know, things that black people like, they'll lock them up. And things that white people like, they won't lock them up. Like, uh, over there, like yeah, they actually, actually told me that and I did notice it. Like when I walked into like okay. a Walmart or something. And here, I mean, I get it. Walmart. <clears throat> At this Walmart here is I like that. 
um, I saw on Facebook they had the uh, the ethnic hair care behind glass, and like all the other mm-hmm. stuff is just you know out. Well, here it's not like that. It's wide open here, so it's not everywhere. That's for sure. Wow, it's just it was just yeah. it's like I couldn't believe it, you know. Oh yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I saw it on Facebook somewhere. But you know, man, it could be. It could be any reason, though, that they do that. Maybe somebody was coming in and stealing from there, and they keep stealing out of that section, you know. And so they lost prevention. They're saying, like, hey, every month we're short here 40 50 bucks. You know, lock that shit up. Somebody's stealing all the wave grease and, and brushes and uh, wave caps. So you see a lot of niggas out here with nice-ass waves. Like, y'all some thieves, man. Exactly. <laughs> Dude got too many wave caps on. We got to get him. <laughs> okay, two ways, two ways. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I don't know. What's the next topic over here, Johnny Boy? Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, we can. Yeah, we can move along, man. I don't think. I mean, we could talk about the the shootings probably all night. Yeah, by the time we get done talking about it, be another. Huh? By the time we get done talking about it, be another one. Another episode. I'm, saying, I'm about to call us one in a second. We keep talking about. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, well the first part, which is going to be the second part of the show, is uh, I don't know. I know you guys see on Facebook a lot of these people who are like you know entrepreneurs and successful, and they got all these business tips and all these things that they can teach you how to be successful. But a lot of times, if you research the person. You know, they they pretty much either come from wealth or have some kind of some kind of handout to get them to where they're going. So, do you guys think that you would be able to be successful if someone gave you like a handout to start something? Um, hell yeah, yeah. Depending on how much money we're talking, yeah. what business we open. Right. You got, you got to now, have money to make money. Exactly. Now, with that handout, and you are successful. Does that take away some of your success? Not a chance. I'm balling on everybody. I'm throwing money at waitresses. I'm throwing money at uh, strippers. <laughs> no, I, no, I, 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 I got that. No, I understand I that, that, but what I'm saying. You don't think so? No, because, I mean, say, you know, what if you go and get a business loan? That's the same as a handout, pretty much. Right. I mean, you get that loan, right. it gets you started. Um, and you paid it off, and you everything else is profit. Um, I mean, you think about let's say Donald Trump. You know, Donald Trump got a loan from his dad for you know a million bucks. You know, my dad mm-hmm. can't give me thirty five dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we, I guess it's a, it's the type of success you have with the type of handout you were given. So if I'm a rapper and I'm great, but nobody else can, nobody hears me that that has any type of pool. Then I'm gonna need Lil Wayne to say, "Hey man, look, come over here with me. I'll put this out there, and there you go." That type of handout or the type of help you might need. Without that, then you ain't got it. I wouldn't call that anything. I wouldn't put any type of negative connotation on your success if you had somebody put you out there. However, there are rappers or people who get there just because of the people they know, not because of their talent. You know. Mm-hmm. So, right. <clears throat> So what I'm saying is it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to figure out if they're talented or they got a handout, you know, like because once you're successful, it's kind of you're already there. So 
You can't really, because there's a lot of crappy or shitty rappers. But maybe, maybe they got, maybe they got, you know, to where they're at because they know someone. True. Right. That's the only way to get around nowadays is to have connections. You know, you can't really be like, oh man, I just woke up today, man. Feel like I'm gonna make it. I'm opening up me a pizza spot. You gotta have change. You gotta have people. You know, you gotta know business owners. You gotta think about the area. Mm-hmm. How many pizza spots in the same area? That's oh no, I'm not about. saying. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm you saying you really could probably. A, a and I think both you guys are are right because I mean, there's people who win the lottery and end up being broke. You know, in a, what five, ten years or something. There's a lot of broke lottery winners. So I don't think ever, just because you okay. get money doesn't mean you know how to keep it going, per se. Yeah. How about uh, do you guys think that I don't know, like success is it more satisfying if you if you get to where you're going like on your own? No, I'm, I like success regardless of where I'm at. Right. <sighs> I think that I mean that that's gonna be. That that's gonna be in the eye of the person that's doing it. But, um, there is there are many ways you can go about things by yourself. You know, you could say, "Well, I went and got this on by myself. I'm paying it back by myself. I'm very proud of it." Or you can be like, "You know, I'm rapping. I got my own independent label. I push my own advertisements. You know, I made my own cops, my own money into it, and now I'm getting my return. You know, and I got to answer to nobody. That might feel a little bit better than somebody signing you." Give you that advance, and then you're gone. So it just depends, right? I mean, do you think that we put too much uh, emphasis on like the monetary, like success? It just has to be money, or is it something else? <laughs> That's how we do it, man. <laughs> That's exactly you know how what I'm saying. Success, everything. Success has a number. Success has a number. Has a right? number. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So everything, so to us, we're not successful. No, I, I honestly, if somebody asked me if I was successful, I'm I'm in debt. No, I'm not successful. Right. <laughs> this is not a success for me. No, I'm not winning right now. And that's why the episode is we have big dreams, but we're broke. That's what I'm we're saying. Broke. <laughs> I mean, we all got we these all. dreams of like, man, I want to do this and this and this, but. Damn it! I look at my bank account. I'm like, shit! I can't do that. Right. Or I'm in the market. So at the end of the day, like, man, I might be in the best shape, or I might be able to do this or this or this. But if my bank account doesn't allow me to do, or the freedom, I think just with money comes freedom. Right. Which we all don't have. You know, we're all slaves to these these jobs and stuff, man. And I I wish I can not have to work, you know, and spend more time with people that I want to be with, you know? Exactly. Well, that's why people steal from Walmart, you know? That's why you got to hide the do-rags at Walmart. That's why you got That's why you got to go through the self-swipe, put about 500 items in there, only pay for 20. Exactly, because they got big dreams. You know what I'm saying? You scan twice. I brought no damn well you ain't paid for that. Uh, they don't know if one goes bag. About to bust up the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you yeah. bagging? Self-checkout. <laughs> That's 
Oh, shit. Yo. <laughs> oh, you know what? Off topic, man. Uh, the McDonald's here got the electronic kiosk. You walk in yeah. and you order it. Mm-hmm. Y'all got oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can go into that because, like, even the Walmart over here, they used to have only one section where you could do the self-checkout and stuff. But now they have it on both sides. So there's only, like, maybe 10. <laughs> yeah, there's only, like, 10, you know, lanes that actually are people. The rest are just the kiosk things. So what I'm yep. saying is yep. if I'm going into a store, I'm buying my own groceries, and I'm asking and checking out my own shit, I should get a discount. Hell, yeah. 10% discount, for sure. 20%. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, if this thing should start spitting out burgers, I'm about to take like two or three of these things. I ain't going to piss them. They might as well start spitting out burgers. You don't need people no more. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to get to a point where that, that number two just comes out. Once you order it, it's just you out. You're going to have that clone meat for real. You think you just clone meat now. See what happens. <laughs> Man, that shit tripped me out though. <clears throat> I just walked past it like, like I, I can't do it. Not yet. Mm. Yeah. Um did y'all uh you peep out the I'm not I don't know if this is real or not, but they were talking about instead of food stamps, giving out food boxes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. the hell? Yeah, you, you ain't peep that man. What if somebody stole my food box? <laughs> man, I can't feed my kids. Dude, if you got a whole box like, of like cream, uh, what is it? Bro. Cream corn? Oh my god! No, I'm supposed no, to get my, I'm supposed to get my flaming hot Cheetos and my honey nut Cheerios on this wood car. Now what I'm saying is there are well, a lot of people. I'm not saying it, but there are a lot of people who do abuse that program. Yeah. I don't blame it, man. I'll be getting like you know the first the first toast crunch. I won't be getting the regular stuff. Right. Hmm. But I did see that, and I mean, I don't know what to think, man. We talked about it before. It was like back in the day, like the food stamp program was like designed not designed, but it was kind of more embarrassing, like when you had the actual stamps and had to check out, you know. Yeah, you pull out that book, rip them out. Yeah. Right. So now it's just like you're um, swiping and people think you're using a debit card or something. But you know what? I think sure. on the on the liberal side of things, the the right, they're trying to take the dignity away from people that are on food stamps, SNAP, TAN, and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I saw somebody post saying you can go and buy anything you want. It's like a debit card now. Like, no, it's not. You can't buy anything you want. You can only buy food. You buy anything else. A lot of, it's a separate. A lot of gas stations are taking EBT shit. You might as well start swiping yeah. for gas. Yeah. Right. You get that 87. <clears throat> I ain't talking about that <laughs> Right. And you look at the uh, look at the income qualifications for it. So me, I have um, my two sons, and then I just got my third son in my custody, and that um, I'm not. I don't qualify. Like I, I didn't qualify with my two when I got my job. So now I got my third one. Now I qualify for it. It's like 200 bucks if I go and get it. So I'm like, you know, that could really help me, though. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, like, yo, 200 bucks out of my pocket for groceries every month might feed my kids for like 10, 11 days. Oh, not you know, even. Like, that ain't nothing. Right. <laughs> That's nothing. So, 
we we're looking at people who need help that's actually working. And people are like, well, right. no, but just go get a better job or find this. Like, motherfucker, this, I got a four-year degree with this job. Yeah. You know, this is, mm-hmm. yeah, it ain't like I'm working at motherfucking that's what like Burger King management. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It goes back to my original point is, like, we're pointing fingers and stuff, man, but the system, the design, it's like, you know, like, for me and all of us, we all have degrees, man, and we have big dreams. <laughs> But we're all broke. It's designed to keep the dark skin down, man. It is. Anybody down. I don't even think it's a race thing. I think it's just poor and rich. Like, the haves and haves not. Haves, you know? True. I wish I had ABC car right now. I'll show you. Shit, me too. Dude, I'm like, I go to the grocery store, and I'm like walking around, and like, did I eat today? Because I don't think I really need to eat, you know? My kids, like, they like the good stuff, man, like fruits and vegetables and stuff, and I'm rationing out apples to them, you know? I'm like, you can only eat one today. They're expensive. <clears throat> Very expensive. <laughs> better start selling apples from Walmart. Put them in a cart. Just take the bag up and just dump them in a right. cart. They just walk out. They don't leave them You know, and, <laughs> and the sad part is, like, we've all done what everybody has told us to do. Like, hey, man, you got to go to school, you know, join the military, do this, get a degree, and we're still barely floating. It doesn't, uh, it's not right, man. I'm floating, I'm floating the hell away. But hold on, hold on, we got another call here, hold on. All right. All right, who we got? Hello? Hello? Oh, I think it's Josh Ammons. No, this is Jay Vaughn. It's not Javon. We're 727 number. <laughs> what up? <laughs> What's Johnny. up, Josh? What up? Uh, now, I was calling to chime in on this uh, food stamp situation. I agree 1 million percent that people on food stamps and welfare should not be loading up on steak and shrimp. While everybody, someone's paying for it. People think this is free. No, nothing in this world is free. Someone is paying for that steak. It's a luxury to eat steak with shrimp. So, you know, people want to save money, you know, so that they can get more tattoos or they can afford a higher car. That's not what it's designed to do. Exactly. Uh, Of course not, Josh. Of course not. You got people that abuse the system. Absolutely. However, we can't put a value on what somebody sees as, well, this is a higher quality food. You should not be able to buy this. Like, if I, myself, have a food stamp card and I work and I pay taxes, am I not allowed to buy steak and lobster? What about, or should I buy ramen noodles or spam? You know, you can buy, you can buy, uh, you can buy Red Bull. I mean, I think, I think steak... And shrimp and lobster, those are luxuries to me. I mean, I, if I just don't, I, I don't agree. I think there should, no, I, I think there should be a list of food just like WIC used to be. You can get milk. You can get, you know, whatever certain products. Cheerios. But you should not be able to just have a free-for-all and go ham. You go in somebody's Wick, house. Wick is still like that. You go in a middle-class man's house, and you go into somebody that's on welfare. The welfare person's fridge is completely stocked. Full of everything you can think of, while the middle class struggles. All right. And have, sure, you, have you personally have you personally seen this or this somebody saw on Facebook? 
No, I didn't know. That's why I'm bad now. I've seen it a million times. I've seen this. Half of my family is on food stamps and welfare. So, I I mean, I see it all the time, and it it frustrates me. You know what I mean? And I'll be honest with you. I used to do it. That's why I say Mm -hmm. I, I know both sides of it. I used to do it. I used to. Shit, I used to buy food stamps from people and load right. up, but now that I'm on the other side of it and I'm paying out the ass in taxes and stuff, now I see the side that I've never seen before. And it, it's, just, it's a major issue. Because to me, what happens is people get complacent. They want to stay on food stamps. You know, it's a, it's a vicious circle because to me, what happens is if you we got to get people off. This is welfare is just, it's out of control. If you get a lot of these people off welfare and off all these benefits and all this free shit, what it's going to do, it's going to force people to go to work that right now they don't want to go to work. They're happy with the, with, with, with the life they're living and living off the system. But if you cut, if you cut that source off, you know, not cut it off completely. I know there are people that need it, but get more of on controlling how it works. What it's going to do, that is going to boost the economy. You're going to force a lot of these people to go back to work. <clears throat> I think you should be able to get uh, food stamps for a certain amount of time, five months. Hey, the government, we're going to help you out for five months while you're struggling. But you need to get a job. You need to take care of yourself. This is how much time you have to be on it. Just like unemployment. Right. You, you can't just stay on you like unemployment your whole life. Only problem no, no, no. is it's so hard to get a job nowadays. So if you want to use that idea, they need to right. offer him a job after five months. Yeah. No, no, I, you, it, it I is say, not hard to get a job right I now. Say that, it's, it's I say that. I say that makes sense, too. People don't want to do certain jobs. No, no, no. You're right. But also, you got to start penalizing all these companies and these stores that want to provide their their product using EBT. Like, gas stations shouldn't accept EBT. Exactly. You know? Now you no, got all shouldn't. these corporations that are are kind of you know cashing leeching in on, on yeah cashing in on this EBT craze. Yeah. I mean, I well, remember going up to Tallahassee and seeing there's no it's hard to find jobs. I tell people all the time, if you tell me you can't find work or there's no work out there, you're lazy, flat out. You 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 there is jobs out no, there. No, no. People need to take a job and Dude. then look for a better job. But people have these high standards with no qualifications and think they're entitled to something and they're too good to take that $10 an hour job. Right. Like, I, Dude, I can't no, do I, it if you want ain't working that can't do that. a job. Dude, you can't, Josh, you can't, you can't do that, man. Listen, if you were in Detroit in the 90s, or my fact, in 2008, if you lived in Detroit and you had a high school diploma, how many jobs that were available was like scam. I'm talking real scam. So people well, no, had to I agree either. there are certain areas that, that, that are struggling, yeah. but I'd say overall, I do agree. Detroit, there is some war zones that there is no work, but I know if, at yeah. least for here where I'm at, the construction industry is through the roof. There is, I mean, I can drive from, or excuse me, for miles and miles and miles, and there is just tons of jobs and work, but people don't want to do it. They don't want to work. Right. Because what happens is with welfare, and the same thing with, my, with family members of mine, they say, why would I go to work, right, and work 40 hours a week to make $500 when I could stay home and sleep till noon and make 375 on unemployment? Why would I do that? And I'm like, in a way you get it, but 
I mean, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that's what's happening. People are, and it, sometimes you, you get it, you know, like, well, damn, you kind of got a point, but sometimes you got to give, you know, it's just, right. it's out of control. Uh, hey, no, I mean, both sides, I, I agree with that. People need to work, but there are people who are working and busting their ass and can barely make ends meet. And that's like the, the sad part. I you know, I'm not joking. Right. And I'm barely like, right. and Josh, you know, I mean, come on, man. We're all hardworking people, man. All, all four of us. And, right. Um, and we all went our different ways. We all got different, you know, skills and education and, and life experience. But at the end of the day, like we still struggle at times to make it, which isn't right. You know? No, I agree. Uh, you know, especially when you're working for a corporation or, Right. No. It is I mean, when you check all the boxes, do. when you check all the boxes of what like society tells you to do, and you still fall short, I don't think that's right. Right. But I mean, think about this dynamic though. Is some people who aren't able to do like let's say construction. Say you got the single mom who's trying to work and also provide childcare. Sometimes mm-hmm. the only jobs that are available won't even pay enough to cover the childcare, and if she did work then she wouldn't qualify for the assistance. So why work when you won't qualify for the assistance when if you do work, you can't afford what you need? Like, it's a, it's a fucked up system, man. It's not the people, it's the system. And yes, people do abuse the system, absolutely. Right. People do that. But I think it's a very low number of people that do abuse the system because the people that need the system, they're the ones that stimulate the economy that's out there trying to get jobs or trying to get better jobs. Or you don't think it's a large number of people abusing the system? You think it's a low number of people that are actually abusing it? Uh, oh, I, th- I think yes, it's more I people it's abusing it than people that need it. But see, okay. All right, well, hey, we're, we're hey guys, to... we got to cut it off, man. Yeah, we got so. 30 seconds. Oh, oh shit. We almost up. Dang. Hey, hey. Is, the, is the earth flat, Johnny? We're, we're getting into that <laughs> next month. <laughs> just making clowns. You, you just worry. You just worry about uh, hating on poor people. I'm not hating on poor people. I am poor. <laughs> I'm just fucking. I'm just messing with you. I'm me just too. Worried about my taxes now. They're killing me. They're we all got to be poor for hey. paying all these taxes. <laughs> Thank God Trump cut it for me. <laughs> we all got big dreams, but we're broke. Hey. <laughs> all right, bro. All right, man. All right, Good night, guys. Good night, bro. All right, boys.